Hey guys, and what's up? Welcome to another episode of Coffees for Closers. Myself and James today. How we going, guys? Bit of like a contemporary new setup studio. It's not good how it's going to be, but mm. um, we're trying something new anyway. Yeah, we're going to um, redecorate this back wall, so we'll have some cool stuff coming in Can the near future. Um, we'll have some new stuff coming in the future. We've also clearly got some new cameras and stuff, so we don't know where to look yet, but we'll figure it out shortly. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we're, what we're talking about today is a new type of selling that we're getting into. Just big is, boy selling, right? Yeah, the big boy selling. So um, if you want to hear about the big boy selling, make sure you stay through to the end. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. Hit the subscription button if you're watching, if you're listening on a podcast and audio only. One of the rare audio only listeners. Hmm. All right. Um, and uh, yeah, cue the intro. If you listen to this podcast, you will make your first million within three years. I'm going to repeat that. You will make a million dollars within three years of the first episode you listen to. We don't want pikers. We're not here to save the manatees. We're here to make podcasts. You really want this. You listen and review. Put that coffee down. Also... If you're not a big boy, feel free to just switch off here because it, the content might be a bit fire. It might melt your face off. <laughs> just want to be Fels prepared. Face melting. Face melting. Yeah, yeah. so um, what we're talking about is uh, mergers Comes and acquisitions. How dare you? <laughs> mergers Sorry, and I have to point that out. Yeah, yeah, but I look much better than you. Okay. Yeah. We'll let the viewers decide. <laughs> Comment down below who's better looking, <laughs> Matt or James. Just comment down below. To be fair, I did shave my head and look like a <laughs> I look like a bit of a dickhead right yeah. now, to be honest. So, literally, Man. who's better looking? <laughs> I've decided to grow it long. We're in, for those of you who don't know, we're in some sort of lockdown right now. Clearly, yeah, clearly. I mean, we're definitely not in lockdown right now. Yeah. No. Um, sure. So, mergers and acquisitions. So, really, really funny thing. So, uh, one of our sales guys came to us and was like, "Oh, hey." We want to start selling some bigger stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. And mergers and acquisitions is a very, very pure form of selling because what, yeah. what you're essentially trying to do is you're trying to get someone to either sell you or give you a percentage of their business for free or for money at, a, at quite a nominal value so that you can then build the business or flip it or do whatever you kind of want. So a lot of it's very, very pure sales right because you're cold calling, you're outreaching, you're messaging, and you are 100% self-generating large deals. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was a good idea. So in a week, I generated 10. 10, yeah. I mean, a lot of deals. But we also settled on three. I think two with a really hard yes from another one. Um, hard yes, paperwork. But, yeah, we have, we have pa yeah. paperwork pending. But two of them are done, settled, good to go. Profit will be coming at the end of the month. Well, and for reference, what we mean there is we've acquired... A, stake in other people's companies in order for us we don't put any money down so it's more like a, a sweat equity in that sense one of them we are pretty cash in there well it's a loan but we got money get baby. Back, right anyway um in for the purposes we come in with our infrastructure we do what we're really good in order to recoup um their stake of what they've given up we generate a shit ton metric amount of sales and add significant infrastructure and profit to that company over the next six or 12 months yeah like the sort of the sort of the the it came from uh, jeremy right yeah. so with jeremy i was like his top student yeah um and then i was like hey man i think you've got something great here i'd love to kind of help you run the company 
Um, then from there, I came in as the sales guy. Yeah. Um, they told me, oh, yeah, we're four weeks out from launching ads and yada, yada, yada. So anyway, over Let's that next now. four weeks, I generated 38 sales mm-hmm. uh, by myself. And I was like, oh, I think this is a thing that we can do. Then from there, just kind of took more and more responsibility. About probably about five or six months after that, he named me as like the CEO of the company. Yeah. Then I brought in Marco to like understudy me as a sales guy, become yep. the sales guy. Then really, Marco is the VP of sales, but really he's the chief of marketing. Marco should really take my role there, if, if I'm honest. Yeah, he's, he's the everything guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marco's the engine, yep. the chief executive engine. Um, CEE, what yeah, a title. exactly. They'd love right? that. He's actually, he's, honestly, he's more of the chief marketing officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so, and then we put in our own strategies, and then we had delivery issues, so then we built... Uh, we used our CTO, who's yep. our chief technical officer here at Balant. Sniper. Balant. Shout out to Balant. Balant. Right? Um, and then we're like, hey, man, can you build us an onboarding structure? So we built a rock-tight onboarding structure where we're now onboarding 100 to 150 clients per month pretty flawlessly. Um, then from there, we used the existing administration staff, which is uh, that he's been there for ages. She's super nice. So yep. we just kind of gave her a better title, gave her more dollars and responsibilities. And then we were like, oh, shit, we've started. Pretty much an eight-figure yeah. eight business, near just under an eight-figure business in six months. Yeah, with almost not really intention to do that. Well, intention, but not purposefully driven intention to be like, I want to be here in this period of time. Yeah, and we've just, grown it between 25 and 40% gross revenue month on month for the last six mm. to seven months. And so, then we, I'm oh, sorry, I cut you off there. Technical interrupt. It's just a really bad one. Yeah. Um, then we thought, we're really good at this. Yeah, we're Let's good at that. Let's rinse and repeat. <laughs> Let's see if we can do it again. So um, basically over the last little bit, we've been building strategies within the businesses that we work with to help them grow because they've yeah. always struggled with paid ads and they've struggled with delivery. We've broken the delivery systems in a few of the businesses that we've worked with. Mm-hmm. So we helped them kind of rebuild them. So essentially what we've essentially realized that we are, we're a sales company, but also we're kind of a organic marketing done for you company as well as kind of a delivery systems company. Now we don't want to be coaches. No. We don't want to coach people. That just seems like a waste of time and energy to be honest for us. So like, why don't we just do it for people? So in exchange, what we're doing is we're kind of going through a, a bit of a surge of mergers and acquisitions, which I found super interesting because, you know, I would have thought that the sales component would have been different, but it's really not. Yeah. It's very, very similar. And like, it's very similar to like a stock standard selling sales coaching sale because you're, you're dealing with people's want and needs, especially if they're going to be staying in the company, right? Yeah. Like they, they want to grow something, but they're just lacking certain things. And it's like, well, hey, man, like I can just do that for you. And so instead of like selling a coaching offer, you can literally just sell it as a done for you. Mm. And in exchange, and instead of an exchange of money, there's an exchange of equity. I mean, they were going to be paying us for it anyway. Yeah. But at least with this, it incentivizes us to 10x the amount of infrastructure and people. And we can just throw an army at that to get it done, get it actioned as quick as humanly possible because the incentive us for us to come in and implement that is tenfold larger because we're going to be um, being paid dividends for and for the entire future of the yeah. operation. Yeah, and there's a couple of other plays there, which mm. we probably won't talk about on camera, but... It's a spiderweb. There's a couple of other larger... 
This is a red back up there. Red back. You see that? Spiders are yeah. Spider webs just, just coming down. Rolling out. No, so there's a couple of other interesting plays, I think, with M&A. So I think, like, a lot of sales guys, I don't think that they give themselves enough credit. Like, guys who are out there right now, you're a sales guy, you're selling fitness or coaching and consulting. Like, and you look at these guys that are in mergers and acquisitions and the guys are making $5 million commissions over sale. two years yeah. on deals and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, you guys can do that. Oh, yeah. Like, you're more than capable. Oh, a couple of years ago, I was a fitness guy. Then I was a high ticket guy. Now I'm apparently I'm a mergers and acquisitions guy. Next, um, what's next? Private equity. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. But like I just think that like the, the 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 soul of selling is very very similar regardless of where you are, what you're selling, what you're doing. It's just that some of the processes might be different. But what I did is I sat down before I did these calls and I was like, man, what are these guys core? Like, what is the core problem that I can solve? Mm. And then from there, I just basically wrote a script out that was identical to any other sort of coaching script, whether it be fitness coaching or business coaching or marketing. And it was just like, okay, like this is the problem that I'm going to solve. These are the areas that I provide the most value. This is where I'm going to steer the conversation. These are the pain points I'm going to hit home. And then when I find a solution that the person really wants, I'll future pace it out, go through my consequence. What happens if you're day-to-day for the rest of your life sitting head down in a spreadsheet looking at lead costs? Worrying about hiring and firing instead of just doing the thing that you're best at. Yeah, and your uh, particular area of genius. And then from there, it's it's just a sale. There's overcoming objections. It's a longer sale, right? But you can get the commitment. No, yeah. And the want to change and move forward very early in the process. Then from there, it's the logistics of it are far more complicated. But once they're in, they're in. And that's really only the the difference is the the way that you structure that. Because in most cases, like, there's going to – it's not like a one call, two call close. There's probably like a three calls within that. And then from there, you're going back and forth over anywhere from one to five other calls, negotiating yeah. on costs, deliverables, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. to get that across the line. Then back and forth on paperwork, right? Yeah. So I would say, like, the initial discovery is not is not being done by me at the moment. Yeah. So it's like it's being done by one of the uh, a few other guys in the organization that are like you know like I'm 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 finding some deals, doing some discovery mm-hmm. myself, but then if other people are out there finding them as well, like we're looking for some marketing companies to partner with. Yeah. So yeah. if you um, if you run a marketing company out there and you want to get to a million dollars a month, then like let us know. Um, reach out. Um, we are going to ask for equity. Just yeah. Yeah, but um, and then and then so from there, it's like we do initial discovery, find out what they want. Basically, if the problems that they have match up with the solutions that we can provide, which is essentially like any other offer, and then from there, I hop on the phone, take them through a bit of a discovery process where I figure out if I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a good match. Also, like if you're going into partnership with somebody, you want to have a good relationship. Oh, with yeah, them. Like, like you want to have you want to be able to have a beer with them, right? Yeah, you know, there's a bit of right. Yeah, I was talking That's to one of the cool. guys today. They were going into business with, and I was like, hey, dude, like. I'm not doing this in the first stages for the money. I was like, we make enough money and the business doesn't, you have doesn't provide enough profit for this to, you know, make pure sense on paper. Yeah, but yeah. like, you're cool. I love what you do. I love your work. I like working with you. And I think that we could do something really cool together. Like, let's just do what we need to do to have fun and make some money. Yeah. I was yeah. like, and if we go in it with that, then it's like, let's just do the fun stuff. There's also, like, we had some deals there uh, on the line that we could have moved forward with, but chose not to because we couldn't see it working out long term. Yeah, exactly. From a relationship. It's just like, well, sorry, not from a relationship point of view, because the needs that they had didn't match what big. we wanted to deliver. Yeah. yeah, or or they didn't see the same problems as us. 
you know? So yeah. it's like then the solutions and everything don't match. So, But I think like what I'd love to tell you guys out there is like, you know, like honestly, I think a lot of sales guys, like they 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 don't get themselves enough credit. Like mm. if you can effectively sell information for $30,000 over a phone call, that's a fucking skill set, man. Oh, yeah. And you're probably better at selling than a lot of the guys who are out there making billions of dollars a year selling loans or mergers and acquisitions. And there are things out there that you guys might not even realize are incredible. Like selling loans, guys, is, there's so much money in it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm talking about doji loans. I'm talking about like public equity or private equity or venture debt, venture capital. Stuff, right. Like you get a percentage of closing fees. So like I know a guy 19 years old. He closed a $75 million loan. He got a 4% commission. You guys can do the math, right? 19 years old, 4% of $75 million. That was his very first deal. Mm. Um, and, and this is just selling a product. But we don't think of some of these things as products, but they are. And there's a marketplace for them. So it's just super interesting. Like, the more I get into sales – the more I realize that, like, the fitness and coaching, consulting, and all these places are breeding ground for exceptional salespeople. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, but there's so much more out there. And I think that people are pigeon held in positions by shitty coaches um, uh, I, who, who aren't looking for, for more. Maybe they're not shitty. Maybe they're just, they're just I different. I think it's awareness. They're just different. Right. Because six months ago, we weren't aware that we could just step out and make an introduction to someone and be able to sell something of that capability. It was foreign language to us. I yeah. wasn't, had never even considered that. I can only imagine what kind of stuff will be. I can't imagine. Like we have to see in five years, you know? Yeah. It's just like the, the more right you country. kind of, the more you kind of expose yourself to it and, and look around at like sales, like there's, it's, you know, there's a reason why one in every sale, one in every eight in, salaried positions in the United States is a, is a sales role. Yeah. It's because man, like everything need needs to be sold, everything. Yeah. Um, we're doing a a talk um, at the Gucci opening. Do you oh, know cool. about that? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should Marco set it up based on Gucci, No, they, right? they asked us. Yeah, okay. Marco's doing it. Probably because he spent so much. He yeah, probably spent so much money. Like, why don't Yeah. He's doing a master class on how to sell to himself. Um, hey, hopefully we get employee discounts. But yeah, so, so like Gucci's asked us to a 15-minute sales talk at one of their new store openings. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, what for, is that? It's, Melbourne? Uh, it's a moment. It's a moment. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. We've been asked to go out, but he's the only one I can go. It's locked down. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like super interesting. Like sales can take you a lot of wonderful places. We did stuff for Meyer as well. They actually offered uh, Marco a – they, job. they offered yeah. Marco like the the head of sales development for all of Meyer or some shit like mm -hmm. that. He mm -hmm. said no, obviously it's why he still works here. Um, be a boring job. Yeah, because I mean we gotta convince him to convince them to take it outside of that doors. Yeah, which would be outsource great. Outsource it, right? Yeah, which is a tough one. Yeah. Um, In five years, we'll be selling Korea to China. <laughs> yeah. So selling money too, like yeah, hedging and all kinds of stuff. I know a guy. Is a funny story. I know a guy. He was a surgeon. And then um, he only became a surgeon because his dad was a surgeon. And his mm. dad died. And he was like, fuck this. I don't want to be a surgeon anymore. And then he became an investment banker. Was such a good investment banker that he was like the top investment banker in Australia in like two years. Yeah. Well, right? And guess what the size of one of his bonus checks was? As an investor, as biggest Australian banker, I'd say <laughs> it'd be six plus mil. One of his bonus checks. Yeah. It was $100 million. Jesus Christ. I was way off the mark. Way off. He looked at me and I'm million. like, I'm wrong, but there's no way it's lower than that. <laughs> one of his bonus checks one year was $100 million. And I was like, man, imagine how much money 
that guy made the bank so to get a hundred million dollar bonus. It's, I'd love to pay someone a hundred million dollar bonus. It because that means I made a few billion. It'd have to be at least ten bill. Oh yeah, well, they're not paying more than one percent. One percent, yeah. Yeah, um, it's crazy. So I, like being yeah. good at sales is just like it, it. It helps with so many things. And that's what like with NAPQ. You know, we, we help with medical device sales. Yeah. We help with like seatbelt manufacturing. Saving lives. Saving lives. <laughs> Fuck with saving lives, people. <laughs> God damn, saving lives. Right? Um, we do, uh, you know, what else do we do? We do everything. A, a lot of uh, like door-to-door stuff, solar, like saving the environment. Saving the, saving environment. the world. Saving if we're not saving lives, we're Animals' saving lives or plants' yeah, lives. Security systems door-to-door. Saving, saving kids. Saving lives. Saving kids, right? Um, so do any PQ if you want to save the planet, save the kids, all that kind if of stuff. But it works human. across yeah. such a large breadth of things. And I think because the fundamental thing about sales is that it's very similar. And I feel like one of the things that really f***s it up for people is they think that, that their area of sales is different when it just isn't. No. And it's also a lot of sales guys have a perception of what a salesperson is. Yeah. Right? And it's just not that. Like people no. just... These guys come in like, oh, no, I sell cars, so this isn't going to work for me. Some car salesman, people have a bad idea mm. of what a car salesman. It's like, well, change that. And yeah. then they'll be surprised that you sell Funny them. story about car salesman. Jeremy went to go buy a car for his lake house. Yeah, well, and paid 30% above sticker because <laughs> he no. got hustled. I no. bet he would. <laughs> no, no, no. He's the opposite of that stuff. Yeah, so right. he went to buy a Cadillac Escalade. I think it was like 118000 Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. I was like, we just write it off. I was like, well, we can talk about the write-off champ. I was like, that's <laughs> not quite how that works. But anyway, uh, I'll just write it off. Like, Do you know what writing off means? You don't understand what tax <laughs> What the implications I was like, are. I don't know if an Escalade for your lake house is a write-off. But anyway, I'm sure we can figure it out. Um, Unless you deliver an Uber, then maybe we so can. So anyway, he goes in. I said, yeah, that's fine. Go buy the car. Like, whatever. And then he, he negotiated it. And the guy said to him, and he goes, so, Jeremy, like, have we, have we done enough to kind of get you into this car today? And he goes, well, you know, I don't know. And he goes, do you want to deliver it on Tuesday or Wednesday? And Jeremy goes, did you just use an option close on me? And the guy looks at him and he goes, I'm not buying a car from you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that feeling, right? Oh, it's so good. It's um, savage. <laughs> just, I could picture the man's heartbreak, oh, man. but he knows he just lost that commission check. Oh. <laughs> Did you just use an option close on me? Yeah. I was <laughs> like, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't walk out there with not only yeah. not having a car, but a so, new client. <laughs> man, he could have sold him sales training. Jeremy can sell. Jeremy Miner, for those of you who don't know, can literally sell Anything to anyone at any time. He can save a bunch of lives too. Right. He is on a different planet of sales. It's like you don't realize because you, you never seen him in a sales environment, but mm. like when you see him go into it and it's like this bamboozled curiosity, I don't know how he does it. It's just like, it's just it's perfect. Just a, a switch flicks in his head and he becomes a different person. Yeah. And like when he was selling the old stuff, which I won't go into the company names, but like we had to look at a couple of the calls. The level of brainwashing was just on a different point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it was like the sales call was like, I was like, wow, I just didn't know you could do that in that short a period of time. And just not manipulates the wrong word, but just like guide someone through a process so effectively yeah. where there was literally no way. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've listened to some of those calls. It was like, wow. You know what it is? 
Do you know who Sasha Fierce is? No. Okay, so Sasha Fierce is just... Sounds like a sassy lady. She's just a regular lady, you know? And then she has a microphone and she gets on a stage and then all of a sudden she becomes Beyonce, right? It's like her alter ego. Oh, yeah. That's Jeremy. Yeah. You get him on a phone, he's Beyonce. He's Jeremy yeah. Minor. He's no longer... The boring guy from Arkansas. <laughs> Uncle Jeremy. Sleeping. Has to call me when he has to call Marco. He's lost his keys. <laughs> hey Marco, I lost my keys. Marco, have you, have you asked Marta? He's like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll go ask Marta. <laughs> hey Marco, can you check my flights? I think I'm at the wrong airport. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. He is the best. Oh, he's love the best. I love that guy. He's so funny. Yeah. Um, man, he's good at sales. It's yeah, like so it makes me feel retarded. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty good. He's like, he's like Usain Bolt, and we're like, we're like the teenagers that are on the court with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> but anyway, he's a good dude. Um, it's like Usain Bolt racing me. Yeah, <laughs> he's so good, man. Um, anyway, I'll stop. I'll stop sucking, yeah. sucking him off. Um, but yeah, so I think like you know, just to kind of go over, what we got, like I, th- I really think that like sales is so ubiquitous and the skill set is so applied to so many different strategies. I started coaching a really successful fitness entrepreneur, and soon to be even more successful. And started out coaching me in sales, and I was like, "Hey man, so we use NEPQ, it's Jeremy's method, neuroemotional persuasion questioning. This is how it works. This is why it works, etc." Yeah. I was like, "If you really want to dive into it, just use it everywhere." Yeah. And he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Hey, well, you know, when you get into an Uber, like, hey man, how long have you been an Uber?" That driver, he's like, oh, a couple of years. Oh, yeah, what, like, what is it that brought you to be an Uber driver? Oh, this, this, and this. Do you like being an Uber driver? Sweet. What do you like about it? Oh, is there anything, <laughs> anything you would change about being an Uber driver? Maybe the pay or the hours if you could? Oh, I'd love more pay. Why would you want more pay? Like, what would you do with that money? And, like, honestly, you start doing that, people don't know what to do, but they have to answer. Yeah, yeah, they they're just, obliged. They go yes. down the line so deep, and then when you get out of that Uber, they've, like, told you, their deepest dreams, why they want to, and what happens if they never do it. And then you're like, all right, see you, man. Yeah. And like, they're like, what just happened? What the fuck just happened? I just got bamboozled. You yeah. got to be careful, though. Right? Because at some stage, if you get good at it, that guy's going to go, you know what? You're right. He'll let you out there. You're not going to get to your destination because yeah, he's, he's, he's just going to be congruent. He's, he's going to so go congruent. and fulfill his dreams yeah. now. So. Yeah, that congruency framework so well on Marco. If you ever mind, if anyone's out there and you want Marco to do anything, just say it's incongruent. I got him to buy a 27 inch iMac as a joke because I said that it was congruent. <laughs> I got him to buy that Balenciaga jumper that's ripped. <laughs> it looks like it's from an up shop. It's so funny. I never should have given that kid money. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are we talking? We got a little bit of a town basketball yeah. rip up there. Anyway, it's the best um, and worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I just we'll wish we could dunk it. it. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's trash. Um, yeah, so, like, I don't think we need to go too much longer, to be honest. I think, um, yeah. like, I just kind of wanted to go over, you know, this is just a little a little quickie, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, sales is a ubiquitous skill, and I think that if you're out there, I, I can't think of a better skill set to have mm. than the ability to persuade None. and sell. I think, other than that, the ability to self-motivate is is pretty extraordinary. Yeah. Most people can't do it, even though I don't like the word motivation. What I really mean is create obligation for yourself so yeah. you do shit. Um, I had a coaching session with a really young guy today mm. uh, who's in our organization. He's a, he's a great kid, right? Mm. He's really good at what he does. And I said, like, listen, man, there's there's two things. There's 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 talent and there's hard work. Yeah. And I was like, talent will get you so far, 
But at the end of the day, you can also become a crutch because you start to rely on your talent. You start working. And then you become the guy at the 100 meters yeah. who pulls up at 80 because he's in front and gets passed by. Do you see that in Olympics? Bradbury. No, no, no. I, no, that's the opposite. The guy in the Olympics, Lyles, oh, yeah. he's sitting there going, oh, 200 meter. Trips, yeah, like yeah. that. No, no, no. He just pulls up. He's like, I'm, I'm killing it. Starts striding it out 20 meters before the finish line. Like he's going to go over it, like walking over like a cool guy. Right at the last second, two guys passed him. I got to be honest. I didn't even know the Olympics was on until you told me. Really? Italy. Italy's crushing it. Mate, no idea at all. Poland and Italy crushing it. I uh, assumed with COVID. That's in, no it's in Olympics. Japan. It's Japan. There you go. All right, they don't have it's it still the 2020 Olympics. Right. But it just got moved. Ah, yeah. Time, right. But um, yeah, so it's like talent. I was like, and then hard work. Mm. Hard work are the guys that run all the way through the line every single time. Yeah, yeah. But if you have both, then you're in a great position to be able to be really successful. Yeah, it's good complacency, right? You know? And so, like, what you don't want to be is the talented guy that doesn't try. And so, um, you know, this guy definitely doesn't have that problem. Mm. I basically had to rein him in. He wanted to do sales calls and development every single day of the week for, so not for, for 10 hours a day. Yeah. I was like, hey, bro, you got to take it back a notch. But then we have other guys who are kind of the opposite. Mm. You know, super, super talented. And you know who you are if you're listening because I had a chat to you yesterday. Um, like that. Who are incredibly talented but need the kick in the ass every now and then to, to yeah. actually get their work done. But, you know, like the guys, it's just as much of a problem with the guys who work too hard as the guys who don't work hard enough because they're both issues. The guys who don't work hard enough need to kick in the ass to get them up there. And the guys who work too hard, it's like, hey, man, we've got to pull you back because you're just going to destroy yeah. yourself. Yeah. And then you get so much less effective – when you're doing that and it's like you know my job as a mentor and as a, as a leader and all that kind of stuff and same as yours is to identify the guys who need to kick in the ass yeah. and, and do that and identify the guys who need to be pulled back and pull them back because like it's okay like if people are a little bit naturally uh, quote lazy whatever mm. you want to call it like man like that's cool and if people are naturally pig-headed and just want to fucking develop themselves into a stupor to the point where they or burn themselves out so bad they can't talk for yeah. a month. Like, that's yeah, stupid yeah. as well. And we've seen that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. So I think, like, that's where good development. I was having a chat with a client today, and he has a, one of his sales guys, like, just got offered a TV show. So he's going to be cool. doing part-time TV show, part-time. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really cool, man. He's like, well, how do I talk to him? I was like, well, first of all, that's a bright light. I was like, and we're drawn towards bright light. Mm. TV show is a very bright I light. I know. I was recently on one, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those of you who don't know, James Sackle, Million Dollar Listing New York. Um, yeah. yeah. Is it a nice apartment? Did you end up, did you end up liking it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, the the one that I buy. I think the episode will be next. Yeah. This this weekend. Or Cheeky little five million dollar PA to tear hey, in New York. It's like six point four. Six point four US. Um, <laughs> it's bigger than yours. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he was asking about how how we have those conversations with salespeople, and I just said, "Well, man, like salespeople are highly motivated, in demand individuals, especially good ones." So I was like, "The only thing that you can do, and if you're a business owner listening to this, the only thing you can do is have a conversation with them and go, listen, like, where do you want to yeah. be in one year, three years, five years, ten years? And if I can facilitate that growth within my organization, I will. Hmm. Now, if they're totally, if they're like, I want to start a business and I want to restore cars full time." Be like, sweet man, I can't f-ing help with that. But what tools can I give you along the way so that you can do that successfully? Mm-hmm. Knowing full well that I'm probably not going to put a lot of responsibility on that person's shoulders yeah. because their yeah. ultimate vision is to leave. But that's fine. It's a slightly more transactional 
uh, relationship. Mm -hmm. However, we can both help each other win in the short term. Oh, yeah. And that's fine. A lot of people don't want to develop people knowing that they're only going to be there for a short period of time. But I can't understand why. Because for that period of time, they will be making you a significant amount Mm -hmm. of money. And you can end with a handshake and be happy with creating. What I'd like to leave you guys on is we've just come to the realization that through sales that there is so much more out there right so like i challenge the guys listening to figure out like once you master the skill and you have to master it first because that's what the opportunity cost is get good at that skill increase your income then focus on bigger and better things because you've got more behind you have a look around and see what things that you can sell in the future and aspire to be something better there because it's the only way once you get really good at something more doors open and just better things happen. Thanks. Anyway, that's sort of uh, my philosophy. That went a bit swings and roundabouts, but there you go. Hope you guys like the new camera quality. That's a that's a really expensive camera. So make sure you comment. Hashtag. What's that? What was that one worth? I think seven thousand. Nice, good camera. It'll look good in my uh, New York apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'll just right in front of the bed. Yeah. 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 Oh, hashtag right? OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want, if you want James to start an OnlyFans, right? Hashtag OnlyFans. You probably don't. Yeah, I do. Be hilarious. Um, all right, guys. If you, I hope you enjoyed that content. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We have a new email called youtube at yoursalesniper.com so if you guys have any questions or if you want to talk about any, if you want to get sent any of the resources that we talk about today yeah. or you have any questions over what we said you can just email that I'm sure somebody is looking at it yeah and we'll leave you there guys thanks yeah. thanks bye. bye put that coffee down coffee's for closers only <laughs>